The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. Your host is Ellen Etoff, the soulful sex coach. Our program will take you beyond the sex you've been experiencing and open up a whole new world of intimacy. You've got a lot to learn today, so let's get started. Here is Ellen Etoff. Are you ready for an ecstatic love life? I am. Well, let me ask you some other questions. Are you looking for love? Or perhaps you have a partner but have kind of lost that love and feeling. And finally, are you getting enough passion and enough rejuvenating sleep for your best love life? So today we're going to explore feng shui for bedroom bliss. You may be unwittingly committing feng shui faux pas that can fizzle out your love life. Not to worry, this show with the best-selling author and feng shui expert Karen Raul Carter You'll discover the bedroom feng shui for love do's and don'ts that have proven to make a huge difference in the love department. Karen takes a giant leap beyond traditional feng shui, incorporating mind, environment, body, and spirit for major shifts in your love life. She'll discuss how to create a bedroom environment that not only supports a rejuvenating night of sleep, but also supports as much passion in real life as it is in your dreams. You'll learn feng shui do's and taboos when it comes to what works in your favor to create the ultimate rejuvenation, as well as maximize romance and reignite your sex life. Now, before I introduce Karen, um, I'd like to mention a couple things. First, if you're listening to the show live and would like to ask a question or offer a comment, you can do so in two ways. One is you can call in at 866 866- 472-5795, and that'll be com- uh, repeated during one of the commercial breaks. Or you can send me an email at radioshow at ecstatica.com, and I'll be checking this during the show. It's radioshow, one word, at ecstatica, that's E-X-T-A-T-I-C-A.com. And just so you know, this email address is only active during the live shows. Also, the replays of this show and all the Ecstatica radio shows are available streaming online or for MP3 downloads. You can carry it with you at ecstatica.com slash show, S-H-O-W. And the downloadable transcripts of all the shows are also available at ecstatica.com slash show. And I have a gift for my listeners. It's an hour-long audio and ebook called Beyond Orgasm, How to Have a More Deeply Connected Sexual Experience. And you can find that at, guess where, ecstatica.com. That's E-X like exciting, T as in Tom, A-T-I-C-A.com. And that'll be on the homepage. Or to make it really easy, you can just go to beyondorgasm.com and it'll land you in the same place. Now, one more thing, as many of my listeners know, Feng Shui operates in the realm of energy. And I also work uh, with various energetic technologies. 
One of these I produced is special music for lovemaking infused with auditory pheromones. It's called Love Unbound. If your sexual challenges include low libido or cultural inhibitions or feeling a bit out of sync with your partner or difficulty with female orgasm, you may be interested to know that customers who play this music in the background while they're making love consistently report enhanced libido and arousal rates, deeper intimacy, easier orgasms, and often multiple orgasms for women for the first time, uh, release of cultural and religious inhibitions for greater spontaneity, easier communication about sexual needs and desires, and often a sense of spiritual union. So you can learn more about that at getabettersexlife.com. Now, finally, I'd like to introduce you to my guest, and I got to get her middle name correct. She said it's like, it's R-A-U-C-H, but it rhymes with wow. And I think what we both think wow is very cool, but it's Karen Rao <laughs> Carter. You got you to tell me if that's wrong, Karen. Welcome. Thank you. That's just fine. Yes, okay. it's one of those German words that we don't know how to pronounce over here in America, you know, so you just make it up as you go along. There we go. Okay. Oh. Well, anyway, Karen is a feng shui expert and best-selling author of Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life. As a feng shui consultant and healthy lifestyle designer, she's passionate about helping people create and live their healthiest and most vibrant lives. She has over 20 years of experience studying mind, body, spirit, and environment. Uh, Excuse me, mind, body, spirit, environment changing methods and modalities that produce consistent and some say miraculous results. I love that. I love miracles. Uh, Karen, her multidimensional background gave her the foundation to create and synthesize a unique holographic approach to change. This wisdom is the basis for her new book, Make a Shift, Change Your Life. And as I understand, that just came out in uh, January. Is that right? Yep, you're right. Excellent. Anyway, it's a comprehensive resource that creates supportive inner and outer environments capable of quickly transforming lives for the better. Karen's methodology integrates time-tested, researched, and sound practices for minds, bodies, spirits, and surroundings. So, Karen, I'm so delighted to have you here, and I would love to know in what ways you work outside the traditional feng shui box to help, you know, and you mentioned this holographic approach. So please tell us about that. Well, I know I'm known as the feng shui consultant because I wrote the best-selling feng shui book, Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life. Um, but I have studied many other things. I'm a, I'm a landscape architect by, you know, college training, so I have a design background. Mm. I've studied Ericksonian hypnosis, neural repatterning, um, uh, you know, personal space work and uh, environmental psychology and all kinds of different things. And, of course, yoga, tai chi, you know, all the Eastern type stuff and uh, pranic healing, blah, blah. And so, uh, you know, it just, it just has shown me this what I call a holographic world of, you know, the whole is in the part, the part is in the whole. You, you know, some people read faces, some people read palms. I read houses. You know, it's just... I read three-dimensional space and, and, and help support people through mindful arrangement of their physical environment. So there's just uh, many ways to slice the cake, and I like to use what I know of as the shortest distance between doing something and getting a result, whether it's traditional feng shui or not. You know, all the bow biology. I'm a bow biology practitioner, holistic healing coach. So if it's a, it's a food change, an environment change, a uh, 
a healthy home change, you know, like the Chinese drywall that <laughs> melts pipes, kind of, you know, like there are certain things that out, you know, off-gassing and so forth, electromagnetic fields, et cetera. So um, there's all kinds of things that are creating results out there that people don't connect the dots with. So everybody knows the obvious, you know, don't lay your baby at the edge of the pool because it's probably going to be a bad outcome for him to take a nap there, you know, like not a good napping space. But, but where does obvious end and subtle begin? And so the things that I deal with are in the subtle realm where people have not made that connection, like, duh, don't do that. You know, like uh, it's, it's something that no one has ever thought of as portending to something negative uh, outcome. And that's the realm that I deal with. I love it. I love that you've taken it so much farther than traditional feng shui. Because so often, I mean, just like doctors who specialize in one realm, you know, if they don't really know the full realm or like even connecting dental and medical, yeah, uh, you know, exactly. separating our mouths from the rest of our body, it's, it's so disconnecting and there's so many inter- interfaces. But back to you, um, I, I hear that the most popular reasons people seek feng shui advice are our love, or money. So <laughs> what are some of the common problems people bring to you in the realm of love or sex? Well, this is, this is a really good show. I, I can tell by your introduction. This is a really good show to, to tell you what we had as a one, at one particular time, a working title for Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life, and it was called Good Pay, Good Lay Function. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but that was in, you know, that book came out in 2000, and literally, uh, when I wrote it in about 1997, 98, um, people didn't even know F-E-N-G-S-H-U-I was pronounced feng shui, you know, so... Oh, so you probably should have used um, well, I, it, good pay, I, I good lay. Huh? It, it wouldn't rhyme to people. They go, good pay, good lay, what? You know, oh, like they didn't even know how to say it back then. I so the see. mass consciousness is, has caught up with me, which I'm so thrilled about. And I think just about everybody knows about feng shui now. And um, so... We, we use that title someplace, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm determined to get that in print somewhere. So... Um, so what are the most common problems people bring to you in the lover sex department? Oh, my gosh. Well, everything from, you know, one's interested in sex and the other one isn't all the way to fertility problems to, um, you know, really basic communication, you know, get it started problems kind of a thing. Okay. Well, let's get to those a little bit, you know, down during the course of this call, let's be sure we get to those. Okay. So, but of course, I want to speak to something else that you have on your website and your books, of course, and that is that And I agree that rejuvenating sleep is really an important foundational ingredient for a great love life. Mm -hmm. And since it also happens in the bedroom, um, and because without it, we just aren't our best selves, can you speak to how feng shui can help us get more and better sleep so that we can get more and better sex? Absolutely, yes. One of the needs that is so um, underserved, mostly, you know, like I would say women complain about this the most, just don't get enough sleep. Yeah. And so the last thing they feel like doing is giving, giving, giving when they're just like need to take some time for themselves and get some sleep. So, um, really so getting an environment that supports you as in getting what you need, whether it's sleep, time in nature, appreciation, affection, you know, volleyball once a week, whatever, you know, like find out, make an environment that works for you. 
And if you're what's called, I call urban campers or, you know, people that just flit around their, their house and don't ever land anywhere and they never feel like they have a time for themselves, they usually don't have space for themselves either. Mm. And so creating the space to feel like you're fulfilled in a creative pursuit or something like that might be helpful, you know, just to get those needs met, but also creating that bedroom space. And I, you know, hmm. Ooh, there's so many ways to go with this. The traditional feng shui, you know, put your bed in a good position, like literally the bed in the right place in the room mm-hmm. is important. And I call it the command position or the armchair position. And, um, you know, I do have a, like, if you go to moveitwithkaren.com, you can watch a whole webinar on that. So I, oh, I won't good. waste, you know, like a lot of time on that. Just watch the webinar, moveitwithkaren.com. Um, but it's really about getting support. And so um, the best headboard position would be to have a headboard, for one, have a nice solid headboard, okay. solid, up against a solid wall with no window or door along that wall. To be able to see who's coming in the door, but not be in line, not have your bed straight on in line with that door. So basically, you need, if you're laying in bed and you lift up your head, you want to be able to see the door. See who's coming in the door, but yeah. it's not, But not directly at the foot of your bed. Correctly. If it's okay. directly at the foot of your bed, that's considered the absolute weakest position, and it's got the nickname, the death position. Yes. Or coffin position, some people might say. So, you want to explain um, why? I know why, but you, you want to explain why? <laughs> well, uh, you know, traditionally that's the way they carry you out foot first if, you're, if, you're, if you die in a room, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, if you Not have a great that, image. <laughs> yeah, if you have that position, I would probably take any other position in that room rather than that one. Um, but most people just don't understand that what's going on in their life is going on in their house or wherever they spend the most amount of time. And if you can make the connection, like the baby by the edge of the pool, not good, you know. So if we make the connection between our furniture positions, how things are arranged, colors, symbols, I think we're going to be talking about symbols a lot in this particular talk, Um, you can start to connect the almost comical connection between what's going on in your life and what's going on in your house. So, for example, I had one couple who, were, who literally called me and they said, you know what, we're going to sign the uh, separation papers tomorrow and that you are our last, like we've tried everything and you're the last one. <laughs> I love it. Last hope. They never yeah. call me first, they call me last. Ah, let's <laughs> give Feng Shui a try, you know. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I go there, I go to their house and there is in the feng shui world, a map of feng shui where I know, just like reading your hand, where everybody knows the lifeline and, you know, whatever. So if you know how to read a palm, you know where certain things are, where to look. So there's a map in feng shui in your house, and you, you just know where to look. And the back right-hand area of the house, from, from the minute you walk across the threshold, the farthest back on the right, is the relationship and love area. And in that particular area, they had their game room, and they had tons of board games, and they had just everything to do with games in there. And I said to them, do you, do you feel like you're competing with each other, one-upmanship, um, you know, playing games? And they said, that's exactly how we would describe our relationship. Wow. So, you know, 
It's not like I'm being psychic. I'm reading what I'm seeing, you know, so to speak. And then when I went to their bedroom, their bedroom had, um, their headboard was on the same wall that the door coming into the room was on. So you have to sit up and turn around backwards to look who's coming in the door. That's a very weak, subservient type position, almost like why people don't like to sit in cubicles in their office with the door behind them. It feels like you're exposed, you're vulnerable, and you're weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think of who has, who claims respect and power would be somebody who has a very tall chair back, a throne, a judge, a king, a priest, a pope, you know, people who have that giant chair, bigger than the chair back is bigger than them, you know, and you just immediately respect them and you don't even know them personally. So put yourself in that position. If the door's behind you, you can't sneak up behind the judge. You can't sneak up behind the king. You, you would never, they would never put themselves in that weak position. So they had their bed in that weak position. Uh, she had her own little gardening business, and so her desk for her business was in the room. She had, they had mirrored sliding glass doors all the way, or closet doors all the way across the foot of the bed, uh, you know, on the other side of the room, which, number one, doubled the size of the room. Number two, added two more people into the room, called them in the reflection, <laughs> and made the room too big. So work is in there. He had a little, love, uh, a little reading lounge area that had a chair and a lamp. The room was just too big. You know, when, when, when you get three functions in a bedroom, it's too big. So, the two, you know, the two functions that are allowed in the room are get your sleep for your health and rejuvenation and personal, you know, energy, and then passion. If anything is in your bedroom that does not speak to support those two functions, it belongs out of the bedroom. And I can't tell you how many times I see the ironing board, the, the pile of clothes, the laptop, the guitars, the iPad, the stack of books, the, you know, bills, the medicine cabinet on the nightstand, you know, you know, everything that does not speak to health, rejuvenation, and passion. Okay, well, we're going to have to take a short break. When we come back, I'd like to ask you how you can help people resolve this issue who might live in very small spaces as people are getting more and more um, cramped in their, you know, in their homes. So um, right now, it's time to take a short break. You're listening to Ecstatica. This is Ellen Etoff with my guest, Karen Rao Carter. When we come back, we'll get to that topic. So stay tuned for more on Feng Shui for Bedroom Bliss. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. It's being called the easiest way to have mind-blowing sex. Why? Because it turns average sex into incredible sex without you doing anything different. And today, you can see it for yourself in a free report. Learn how easy it is to stimulate greater sexual passion, enhance libido, and easier multiple orgasms for women. Experience new levels of intimacy as old sexual inhibitions melt away. And it all happens when you simply play a special type of music while you make love. How is it possible that nothing more than just playing music can give you such incredible sexual encounters? 
Because this music is enhanced with a special technology called auditory pheromones. Learn how scientifically proven auditory pheromones unleash a wave of sexual passion, intimacy, and pleasure, and free the body to experience maximum arousal and stimulation. Get your free auditory pheromones report today at musicforbettersex.com. That's musicforbettersex.com. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. Do you have questions or comments for Ellen Etoff or her guests? Call in live at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to radio show at ecstatica.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ellen Etoff on Ecstatica with Karen Rowe Carter, Feng Shui expert and best-selling author of Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life, and her new book, Make a Shift, Change Your Life. So we don't want to leave you with a cliffhanger. Um, so we were discussing this couple that was just about ready to file their separation papers, and Karen comes to the rescue, and she was describing all the things that were wrong in their environment. So how did it turn out? Yeah, so my suggestions were... You know, literally, I said, where's the, where's the smallest guest, you know, do you have a guest bedroom? Yes. Let me see it. Fine. It's just a little bedroom that has a bed and two nightstands in it. No giant mirrored wall, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, guess what? This is your new bed room. That's your upstairs mm-hmm. in that giant room. That's your do everything else room. But this is your bedroom now. And they were like, what? We bought the house for the ginormous master bedroom, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, and le- how's that working for you? You know, give them a little Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's not because when people are in giant spaces, when you're close to somebody, it feels like they're breathing down your neck. But in a very small space in that same position, it feels appropriate. So depending on the space around you, everything is relative. You know, people like to do it in an elevator, not in a parking lot at the stadium, you know, like out in the middle ah, of Ah, interesting. You know, everybody likes to be all cuddly and cozy. And, you know, when you think of the Chinese uh, wedding bed, that's almost like a little room, the shape of the bed. It's got the walls or, you know, and, and you're just trying to get this little tall, small little space. And that's a yin space in feng shui. So we're trying to go for more yin. Uh-huh. And a giant yang bedroom is uh, not conducive to people literally nose to nose, so to speak. Very interesting. So, um, so then, how, relating this to sleep, um, how does that relate? Well, I can, of course, imagine that too many things going on in the room are going to be distracting for sleep. Mm-hmm. But what else specifically can can you just give us one or two points that would help you get a good rejuvenating night's sleep? Mm, I would say uh, currently with the contemporary things that people are adding to their bedrooms, um, I would say unplug. Unplug everything that you can in the room. There are too many electromagnetic fields from things that are plugged in, creating um, you know, electromagnetic radiation, basically, is what it is. If you're, if you're wired all night, oh, my brain just doesn't turn off. And you start to hear the language of what you're saying, turn off. 
something's turned on that's keeping you going, you know, like the electricity. And so if you're wired, turn off your wireless thing because current, what used to be in a wire in the walls, now your entire house is the wall, is the wire. That's right. When it comes to these wireless modems. And that little pulse that that wireless modem pushes out is quite often the thing that is keeping people awake all night. Um, of course, poor symbols in the house, in the room. Um, you know, that, oh gosh, you know, kids, kids have action figures, right? Action figures and sleep don't go together. You know, bulldozers and you know, mm-hmm. you know, they bat balls. You know, things like that. Metallica posters with swords and dinosaurs and just all these kind of things don't are aren't good symbols for sleep. And, um, and of course, all the things that keep us busy, 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 like reading and work and stuff like that. Um, so when you say unplug, you mean literally not just turn off, like if it's a television, not just turn it off, but physically unplug it? Not only would I suggest that, if you want to try it, I would shut your house, like go to the circuit panel and shut it down. And you know how, um, you know, like sometimes the electricity goes out just because, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying, it, you know, for people who are in Atlanta and they're freezing right now, you know, whatever, back east, it's like feet of, you know, a lot of snow and stuff. But, um, but if you want to notice how much electricity is affecting you while you sleep, take a chance and shut down all the spaces around you, if not the whole house. I mean, maybe keep the one there where the refrigerator's on or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I've even had people just shut everything off. And they're like, oh, my God, the silence, the deafening silence of it just felt so different. You know, people spend thousands of dollars to go to Bali to have a room that doesn't have a phone, that doesn't have a TV, that doesn't have a, you know, so they can just look at each other and just rejuvenate their marriage. And Why that's one of the reasons, spend yeah. spend that money and put it in your bedroom now and have that 365 days a year, you know. So um, unplug, I would say, is a huge component of not sleeping right now. People have their iPods on, their iPhones sitting there charging, you know, their smartphones, and people just don't give it up. And those uh, pulses, it's not run by magic. Something goes from the cell tower to your phone. People think it's nothing. It is something. It is a wave, and it is a wave that pierces through your body, through your cells, through your skin. And... Please, you know, through your baby in your body, you know, like, oh, these pregnant people. And I just saw this picture of these little kids sitting there with their iPads on their lap playing. And I'm like going, "Uh uh-oh, you know, there's these children with their sexual organs blasted right now from the get-go with their little iPods on, uh, iPads on their lap. So does getting the device out of your bedroom space... um help enough or does the, the, the signals are still coming from all the neighbors as well as your own um, right I mean it all depends you know like that's what I do I go to people's houses with the, with the meters and actually test that kind of stuff to mm-hmm. see who, how, how bad the you know it is for you um, I would say if you have arthritis or anything like that you're definitely like in some fields I've never found arthritis without electromagnetic field problems so there are specific things like that. But yeah, I would say the number one, you know, thing currently going on is people are just too wired up to, and the wireless is just exponentially created havoc with, uh, with our brains and sleep. Wow. Yeah. But if you want to add the sex life to it, you know, wow, let's, let's, let's talk about what we can do to this bedroom for, for adding, you know, upping, upping the sex life. Um, warm colors. 
start with warm colors. You know, the cold white apartment walls, that really isn't working for the sex life. You know, anything in the cold realm is usually too cool of a a vibe, so to speak. Yeah, blues, violets, even... Well, as you get into the turquoisey greens, is that yeah, warming up I, enough? You know, even a white in the warm family, a warm white would be better than a cold white, you know, the mm-hmm. cold colors. And quite frankly, those satin sheets yeah. um, that feel cold and kind of slippery and slick, uh, yeah. they're a little cold. Right. I, I probably would not recommend them. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm looking at very specific things in bedrooms. I'm looking for colors. I'm looking for texture. I'm looking for the acoustics. Is it echoey and loud? Like, uh, you know, a wooden chair on a concrete floor, you know, that sound that's kind of echoey versus, uh, an upholstered chair on carpet, a whole different sound. You know, if it's echoey, people tend to feel exposed as well. Okay. So things like adding, um, Linens with texture and adding rugs to the floor if you have hardwood floors or tile floors um, or adding tapestries to the wall. These kinds of things can warm it up. It can take up that acoustical, that sound thing that nobody thinks of. You know, it's like so Mm -hmm. subtle, that little sound. And it's so subtle, but it's so like, oh, it feels kind of hard and cold in here. I want to just not, you know, too hard, too cold. And so the color, you know, red, I use red, even... I use red like a traditional little sneaky little feng shui thing that we do is we put red in between the mattress and box springs. Oh, really? When you can't see it, huh? Can't even see it. And I would also, I would actually use that cure if you have one of those king-size beds that has the two box springs and the one mattress on the top. Yes. Because you're kind of sleeping on two different beds in a a way. Yeah. And so that red covering that crack between you can be helpful energetically to signify that this bed is one bed. Great. Yeah, love it. And then, now, red in the bedroom, I understand that warm colors like terracotta and warm browns or, uh, and such would be great, but can't red, if, it's, if there's too much red in the room, be too stimulating for yes. sleep? Everything I say is relative, yeah. So the same color blue in one room could be extremely like too yin and too obnoxious and the other in the other one it might be just the thing that makes it all balance out so everything i say is relative to what else is in that space good point so whatever happened to this couple i wanted to get back to that oh uh, yeah so they they actually got so much clarity from they said it's amazing when we sleep in that stupid little guest bedroom she goes the kids don't come in here. Like, there's no reason. There's nothing else to do in that bedroom. There's no TV in there. There's, there's just nothing to do. So nobody goes in there. So it has become their, their getaway, true getaway within their house because nobody bothers that room. And it just becomes that function of we are here to sleep. We are here to look at each other, talk to each other. You know, so that's what starts to pull everything back in the other direction. And she was like, I am amazed that, she goes, the kids don't even find us in here. <laughs> <laughs> but they still keep all their clothes and everything in their master bedroom. Yep, that's huh? their get dressed, do their office, read, work out, you know, whatever. That's their do everything room. Mm-hmm. So when the guests come, they get a little crazy because they have to go back and sleep. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah. did they stay together? Yeah, I, you know what? Um, I, last time I heard, yes. 
Excellent. Love that kind of story. So how long does it usually take to see some kind of result when you make uh, changes in your environment like this? Well, it all depends. I have seen things happen while I am still there. changing things. Like what? Oh my gosh, my favorite one for the, oh my gosh, I can't believe it happened, was um, there was a gentleman that was working on a deal, like some kind of, he was working on closing some contract, I think it was with like Motorola or something like that, and he said he was working on it for nine years, and he just couldn't get the thing done. And he had written a book, and so he had stacks of his book everywhere. It was a, it was a, a high-rise um, apartment in Chicago. And, and I said, you know, I'm just going to have to show you what I mean, because I was, te- I was trying to get him to understand that space equals opportunity, and he had too much stuff in his, there was no, not enough space. And so I was literally taking stuff out in the hallway of this condo in this high-rise. I'm just putting stuff in the hallway, like chairs, stacks of books and things. And as we were doing that... Well, you're getting it out of his uh, out of his home office? I was literally pushing it out of his apartment, like literally in the hallway. That, oh, the hallway you know, of the building. Yeah, oh. and I'm like, we're going to have to figure out what to do with that stuff, but I just want to show you what enough space is. And you'll, you're going to have to figure out what you're going to keep and go at, you know. And literally as we were getting that amount of space... This fax came through, and he goes, oh, my God, it's the signed contract. (laughs) Holy moly. Wow. I mean, it was hysterical. I mean, like, you know, what are the odds? I mean, he said, he goes, I wasn't expecting it. I, you know, it wasn't like, today's the day, come over, feng shui, hunt, you know, and and let's get her done. It was like, I've been working on this for nine years. If you can do anything, great, you know. So it's it's comical. It gets really comical. So literally that day, the next day, uh, could it, you know it could totally happen. So I, I hold the space for there's no time. There's no such thing as time anyway. It's just that's a what Einstein said. Yes. So I'm in the <laughs> metaphysical world, you know, when I when I do this stuff. Wow. So um, okay. Well, let me ask you about some other problems that people people often have. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the flogging libido. What can you say about feng shui and supportive people's uh, libidos, especially especially as they get a little older? Right. Right. Well, uh, you know, the the getting a little older thing. Um, you know, when you're young, you don't have much. And you move to a space and you're sitting on the floor for dining, you know, I mean, just, you don't have much stuff. And then, you know, uh-huh. two Target bags, two Nordstrom bags, two Bed Bath & Beyond bags later, you know, you just keep bringing it in. And when you hit a certain tipping point, quote, you're old. I see people being, <laughs> I see people slowing down due to the volume of stuff in their space. And I, I've actually seen people get dingy and forgetful and things like that. And it's because of the volume of stuff in their space. When you clear it out, they get clear. It's amazing. Your stuff and your space and you are all connected. And so literally I look at the amount of stuff, but when it comes to, you know, libido and things like that, I've seen, um, I would say symbols are very key to what's going on in that bedroom. When you have Jesus and Mary and Joseph and Buddha and Gandhi and, you know, Krishna mm-hmm. and whoever, you know, um, when I see religious uh, symbols in the bedroom, I usually, uh, there's a little bit of a hiccup there in the love-making department. 
Yes, because so often people are already um, inhibited, not only due to cultural inhibitions, but specifically religious, whether they were raised with it or things they've taken on as adults. Yes, and that's that what I go back to. That can cause them to be to. less spontaneous and responsive sexually. Right, not supportive in the bedroom. Um, if you have dried flower wreaths above the bed, I say the sex life is as dried as the wreath above it. Um, Ooh. Yeah, you don't want, you need supple, you need alive, you need moist, you know, those kinds of energetic patterns. Dried, crispy, crunchy potpourri is not helping support the team here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the snowy pictures of the lone wolf, you know, not supportive. Uh, single pictures, um, you know, of yourself by yourself in the same picture. You, you don't want to be alone in a frame sitting there. You don't want to be alone. That's right. really supporting you being alone. And, um, oh, what was another one I was going to say? Well, single subjects, certainly anywhere. Even if you're a couple, but single subjects can... Yes, especially yourself as a kid. Oh, oh, or just pictures of the kids in your bedroom. Oh, really? Of course. I never would have thought of that. Here's the rule. Nobody else's eyes but those who are sleeping there. Oh, yeah. So whether it's Jesus or your mom or your kids or your grandma or some inspirational person, you know, get them out of there. They don't belong in the bedroom. Yeah, especially your mom and grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've seen it. Oh, my gosh. I actually had one man who had a, like a boudoir picture of his ex-wife in the bedroom. And the lady, I said, who's this? And she said, his ex. And he wouldn't get rid of it. And can you imagine the contentious kind of relationship that was going on there? Oh, yeah. And, you know, he looked at it at this point as a piece of art. She looked at it as the ex-wife is still in the bedroom. Of course. Yeah. So uh, amazing symbols. Oh, and, of course, uh, weapons. Um, I've seen every kind of weapon in the room. Uh, Here's a little feng shui for health tip. Um, If you don't, don't have anything, any sharp metal around your bed, in your nightstands, under your bed... Um, because if there's sharp metal around your bed, um, you, you people usually get cut as in surgeries. So sometimes people have a knife in their nightstand drawer for, you know, or they have, oh, I've seen people have their flatware, like grandma's flatware that they put under their bed to hide from robbers or something, multiple knives in that little box, you know. Oh, oh, interesting. And that equals multiple surgeries. It's It's really amazing, the connections, when you understand What's closest to you has the most impact on you, which is your bed one-third of the day, right? One-third of the 24 hours. Right. Okay, and well, we're going to learn more about this. I, this is fascinating. So, but we do have to take our last break. All right. This is Ellen Etoff on Ecstatica with feng shui expert Karen Rowe Carter. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, we'll get it later, and we'll be right back. is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. It's being called the easiest way to have mind-blowing sex. Why? Because it turns average sex into incredible sex without you doing anything different. And today, you can see it for yourself in a free report. Learn how easy it is to stimulate greater sexual passion, enhance libido, 
and easier multiple orgasms for women. Experience new levels of intimacy as old sexual inhibitions melt away. And it all happens when you simply play a special type of music while you make love. How is it possible that nothing more than just playing music can give you such incredible sexual encounters? Because this music is enhanced with a special technology called auditory pheromones. Learn how scientifically proven auditory pheromones unleash a wave of sexual passion, intimacy, and pleasure, and free the body to experience maximum arousal and stimulation. Get your free auditory pheromones report today at musicforbettersex.com. That's musicforbettersex.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. This is Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life. Do you have questions or comments for Ellen Etoff or her guests? Call in live at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to radio show at ecstatica.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ellen Etoff on Ecstatica with Karen Rao Carter. And we're exploring how you can improve your love life using Feng Shui. And just to remind you, you can get the replays of all Ecstatica radio episodes, both streaming online or downloads, plus the transcripts of the shows, if you want some details to remember, at ecstatica.com slash show, S-H-O-W. So... We were talking about all the things that people keep under their bed, and I never thought of keeping, um, you know, cutlery under your bed to keep it from the burglars, but, <laughs> and that those can have such amazing repercussions. Let's talk a little bit about um, if, like, one person is into sex and the other isn't so much. Now, they're both being affected differently by the same environment, it sounds like. Yes, and there are different areas of this map of feng shui, which is called the Bagua map, um, for each person. So the, when I was talking about the back right-hand area being the relationships and love area, mm-hmm. it's kind of like I'm laying a tic-tac-toe over the, over the house, you know, from the front door. There's nine different areas of the house. Right. And the, the back right-hand area actually governs the head woman of the house. The front right-hand area, so you're at standing at the threshold walking into your house um, just all the way over to the right, right when you're standing at the, Wait, in the I threshold. thought you said the back right-hand corner was the relationship cat, uh, corner. Yeah. What a, that's it, also for the woman, the governing woman? This map includes everything. Okay. Everything you can think of. Body but I mean, was the governing organs. woman the same sector as the um, relationship? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what so I the head woman in the relationship and love area is the same area. Okay. Got it. And the front right hand area governs the head man. And sometimes these areas are literally chipped out of the house. Let's say the house is not square and the back right hand corner is kind of missing, you know? Mm-hmm. Then that woman in that home doesn't really have a, as much energy to work with as. The man, ah. so to speak. or the front right hand area is chipped out, or maybe it's just 
a carport or, you know, just something, whatever. And, right. um, and then the head man, if the woman has a lot of energy and the head man area is missing, he becomes kind of like a henpecked kind of a guy or he just goes away. He's, you know, he leaves, you know. So the relationships, depending on how much energy they have in each room and in the entire house, uh, makes, can make a difference, and that's where it can start to separate person by person as opposed to you're in the same house. It should affect you equally. Does that make sense? Of course. Yeah. And um, it would seem that if you've got a two-floor house, let's say that one floor is fully on top of the other, mm-hmm. um, then the same map, so that would be on both floors, that same... Yes, yeah. I normally uh, use that map over the house on the ground floor, and then upstairs, I usually overlay that map individually using the door to each room to organize it. I see. Okay. Just to make things simple, because a lot of people, they get all twirled around in three-dimensional space, and they can't picture where they are, you know? Right. Now, you mentioned on the break that um, this can also, uh, feng shui can be effective relative to fertility. Oh, Yes. I've had miracles. That's, you know, when I say miracles, it's like the doctor said I can't have babies. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to go with that. You go to the doctor's office, you do tests, and then you come right back to the environment that creates a condition. We're going we're gonna to shift the environment, you know? And so getting people to understand what is supportive and not supportive for that. Um, and, and even babies themselves. Um, I had one. This, this is, I consider this a miracle because I love kids and it just brings me to tears when I see a child suffering. Um, I had one um, mother who had a child and their baby was 13 months old and had missed every milestone from 0 to 12 months. They hadn't rolled oh. over, hadn't crawled, hadn't walked, hadn't eaten solid food, nothing. Just a little baby that's still drinking formula at 13 months old. And the doctor's like, I don't know, you know, I don't see anything particularly wrong, you know. And I went to the house and I go, show me where the baby sleeps. Went to the crib. Um, underneath the crib, she had an air purifier. She's trying to be the best mom she possibly can be. She's trying to make good air for the baby. You know, she's trying to do everything. And when I showed her with my meter, the electromagnetic fields that are happening all around the entire crib because of this air purifier oh. underneath the bed... So the baby is just sleeping in extremely high electromagnetic radiation. Oh, breaks your heart to hear that. Exactly. And I'm like, Especially I mean, literally, I find the smoking gun, right? There it is. I said, there it is. I said, move that. And I said, don't change a thing else. Don't do anything different. I want to make sure that that is the X factor thing that makes a difference. And that baby immediately started catching up. And the doctor's like, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. And that's literally what changed Everything for that child. Oh, my gosh. Did she take the whole thing out of the room, or did she keep it in the room? Well, in a I showed position? her how big the field was, and I said, if you can put it all the way on the other side of the room, you know, I, I don't want the baby crawling around or whatever over here, but, you know, I just showed her how big the field was around that. You, it's not like just you don't have to be touching it. There's a field around these things, around the wires, when the electricity is running through it. And um, so I showed her that, and, I mean, that's when you know you're – you know, that makes my job, oh, man, do I love my job, you know. And then fertility, oh, yeah. fertility um, people, you know, you know okay, a, a mom has a three-year-old baby and then she keeps having miscarriages. So what do I do? I go in and I figure out what happened between the time you carried full term and had a healthy baby and the time you started having miscarriages. 
And I said, did a cell tower uh, go up in the neighborhood? And she said, yes. As a matter of fact, it did. We put up a cell tower because we're so in the middle of nowhere. We did our own little thing, and um, it was all about electromagnetic um, radio frequencies, actually, uh, from, you know, the cellular Yeah, it's scary. So what can people do if they, most people aren't in control of the cell tower in their vicinity. So well, I tell you, you are, you are in control of the cell or the cordless phones. Has anybody noticed the megahertz and the gigahertz and the, does anybody know what that even means when they buy these gigahertz level phones? You're literally bringing a mini cell tower into your house with these cordless phones. Well, let's talk about how people can diagnose this because um, are you talking, when you say measuring the electromagnetic fields, are you talking about a Gauss meter? Yes. So that's G-A-U-S-S, is that Uh correct? So can you tell people like what they would need to do these kinds of assessments in their own home? Sure, yeah. Um, A Gauss meter would be what you would need and you can... um, you know, you can look up the word Bau Biology, B-A-U, which is a German word for house, Bau Biology, living house. And it's understanding the house is a living entity. It's molecules, you know, and understanding energy and vibration. And, and so if you look up the Bau Biology principles and electromagnetic fields, there's a, there's a website called Microwave News that talks about electromagnetic fields and RF, which is the radio frequencies, and understanding, you know, it's interesting. In Europe, where, where health care is paid for by the government, they have a lot stricter rules on electromagnetic fields because they're paying for it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, in the well, States, maybe. The, you know, everybody's telling you, oh, it's nothing. It's not bad. It's not bad. And nobody cares because you're paying for the health bill. So, um, yeah, so when electricity... That's an interesting argument for socialized medicine. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they are very strict over there. There's no cell towers in the schools, and, you know, it's crazy. So, um, so what can people do to protect themselves within their homes if the cell towers are in the neighborhood and they've already done some of what you're suggesting inside their home? Is there anything? There is. There is. There's RF shielding paint. There is a... It kind of looks like that Bali mosquito net kind of sexy little net that you can put over your bed that has a ceramic spun fiber um, wire or it's silver. Some of them are silver, some of them are ceramic. And um, the whole of that net, if you want to, you know, we're talking about things, right? That wave, it's a certain size wave. And the whole of that net, it cannot get in. It is a thing that has a dimension and it cannot pierce through the hole. It can't fit in the hole. Wow. And so you go underneath that net, you're inside the bed, you know, area with the net around you, and your cell phone will not work because it cannot connect because the, the wave cannot get through. And there's paint that does the same thing, huh? Right, right. So, I mean, you can't really paint, you know, it'll come through your windows because you don't want to, you know, whatever. But, uh, but you can kind of reduce it greatly. And that's what bowel biology practitioners do, and that's what I do as part of my feng shui, contemporary feng shui, I call it, um, practice. So, yeah, I train people to do this. I mean, if anybody's interested in learning to do what I do, I, you know, I, I teach people to do that. But um, it's Well, then maybe now's a good time to mention your website. I usually do it at the end, but we've just got a few more minutes anyway. Oh, sure. So your books, by the way, that people can find, I presume, on Amazon or mm-hmm. Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. or your and website. Online, are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are um, move, change, your, move Your Stuff, Change Your Life. Right. And, and the new one is called Make a Shift. 
change your life. Yes, and your website is? Is, is my name, Karen Rao Carter, K-A-R-E-N-R-A-U-C-H-C-A-R-T-E-R.com. But if you want the easy way out without spelling all that, just type moveitwithkaren.com. And you'll get access to that. Type your email address in there, and it'll send you a little link to the uh, the website on or the uh, webinar on all about that special uh, where to put your desk and where to put your bed. Um, so you have that command position, right? And then you 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 know you can hunt around my website for if you want to you know learn from me and stuff like that. And how you know, I do consultations, and you can ask me a question. You know, there's all kinds of access to information there. So feel free to hunt around and. And I actually sell those Gauss meters if you need one. So you know, I oh, try you to, do. Oh, that's yeah. an easy way to find it. Then you just go to your website, and there's a place to buy them. Uh huh. Yep. Excellent. Okay. And then, what do you also send it with information on what are acceptable or not acceptable ranges? Or can you just um, tell us a bit about what would be? Um, somebody already <laughs> has a Gauss meter. Like, what's a? And there's right. going to be there's going to well, be frequencies everywhere. I try to get people's beds uh, under two. <laughs> Under two hertz, is that meg? Is two, it called two milligauss? Milligauss. Yeah, okay. I mean, I try to get, I try to get, you know, I'm working for the zero. Yeah, let's go for it. But, uh, but it's amazing what some people are sleeping in. It's just amazing, and you, you know, these ADD kids and the kids that can't stop and they can't turn off and the ADHD and all that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh, you know, test their. It's spaces. no wonder there's stuff turning them on all the time. Yeah, there's just too many X factors now these days, you know. So from the symbols to the electromagnetic fields to, you know, there's just so many things going on in our environments. It used to be back in the day, it was like, you know, four log cabin walls and a dirt floor, you know, and we've just added so many things. And by so, the way, you know, like what happened when the outhouse came in? Consider all these conveniences. Could there possibly be a downside to these, quote, conveniences of microwave oven and cell phone and, and toilet inside the house? You know, consider that. What about the toilet? <laughs> How does that affect um, it's, our love life? When the, pu- when the plumbing, you know, when the poo-poo, there's, uh, there's sleep and there's poo-poo and there's cook. And it used to be we sleep here, we cook here, and we poo-poo way over there. And when we brought poo-poo so close to sleep and cook, things changed. <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, sometimes people have uh, poo-poo directly above cook. You know, the toilet is right above their stove. Or they have a toilet directly above where they sleep. Or they're sleeping right above the stove. You know, and energetically, just, what is that? Yeah, that's the, the proximity thing that you were mentioning in the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We were talking about earlier. Just understanding the juxtaposition of how we are relating to those three elements of what's feeding you, what's where you're eliminating, and where you're sleeping um, in three-dimensional space in these multi-story things that we're living in these buildings. It, um, it creates for kind of a comical joke when you're really looking at what's going on in that person's life as well. Not really comical, but I mean health issues as well as just what's going on in their life. But just think about this, if there's a toilet directly over you when you're sleeping. Just straight up. Sure. Just imagine that, you know. Uh, not a great um, position to put yourself in. No. So, um, in your books, are there the kinds of things you've been discussing? Can people read about these things and and start to do a self-assessment, at least that first pass before they, if they're not quite ready to hire a consultant? Yeah. Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life is definitely level one, straight up feng shui. You'll get it. It's easy to read. It's common. I, I wrote it kind of edutaining, laugh while you learn. And then Make a Shift has a little bit 
not so uh, campy of a conversation, and it brings in the mind and the body conversation and actually spiritual side too because, you know, if you meditate and things like that, that's certainly supportive as well. So creating those space. And from, a, from, your, from your title of your, your radio show, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So go. if you would like um, to learn more about Karen and get the advantage of her products and her books and all of her education she can share with you, go to moveitwithkaren.com. And I just want to thank you so much, Karen Rush Carter, for being here. And um, it's just been delightful and very educational. I thank you for your time. Absolutely. So thank you for listening to Ecstatica. This is Ellen Etoff in support of you having an erotic, ecstatic love life. We hope you've learned from and enjoyed the show today. Join us again for another stimulating hour of Ecstatica, the way to an erotic, ecstatic love life with your host, Ellen Etoff, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, enjoy the best sex of your life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.